T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, the rain has begun. It is 8.15 on this Friday morning, December 30th, counting down to the end of the week and the end of the year. Um, storms likely. It should clear out later on today by tomorrow morning. Still a 30% chance lingering into early tomorrow, New Year's Eve. By midnight, everything should be cleared out and d- relatively dry, still humid, though. Um, and you can expect the smoke and fog at New Year's Eve because of inversion and the smoke doesn't escape into the atmosphere as quickly new year's day warm highs of 74 monday too warm for me highs of 78 that's knocking on the door of 80 then by thursday highs back to the 50s there has been another power attack in case you uh, another attack rather on some power substations this time in washington state we'll talk about that as well as energy's plan to spend 9.6 billion dollars to heart louisiana's grid with Kim Jovanovich, our friend, assistant dean of engineering and faculty member in electrical engineering, both a practicing licensed professional engineer and teacher at UNO since my alma mater since 1980. Hey, Kim, how are you? I'm doing fine, Tommy. Thank you for having me back on as your guest today. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your time. I know you got some family considerations. Tell me about um, this latest attack on a substation in Washington. You know, is this going to be something we're going to have to watch for in 2023, you think? Well, to be honest, yes. Um, we, you know, we've just seen that recently again in North Carolina. I suspect, uh, you know, California has had their share of them, and so it's not surprising to me at all that that Washington State would would see this type of event. I'm pretty sure it's the transformers that are shot out. It's a high-priced item. It's very difficult to replace. It can do a lot of damage, uh, as we talked last time. You know, a penetration of the transformer case can both drain the cooling uh, liquid, uh, which it is probably the, the least disastrous because it can be welded, closed, or sealed. But if that strikes the actual internal uh, windings of the transformer, that transformer has to be replaced. And again, Tommy, as we, we talked last time, those transformers can be upwards of five hundred to $800,000. Mm-hmm. It just depends upon the size of that transformer. So you know, I'd hate to think that this is going to be a trend, but I suspect it's going to be a trend. Let's talk about um, Entergy hmm. and um, $9.6 billion plan to harden Louisiana's grid. What exactly are they looking to do? I know this is very complicated stuff, Kim, so I'm going to turn it over to you. Sure. Um, one of the things that you and I have talked about and your listeners several times is you know, our, our previous shows have been on what Florida has done. And we've always said, hey, Florida has proven itself because the investment that they made 
in their storm protection plans certainly was demonstrated after Hurricane Ian hit Florida and the speed at which they recovered. And one of the questions you and I had always had was, when is Entergy going to realize that this worked in Florida? Why can't we make it work here in Louisiana? Now, Entergy had uh, about a $2.5 billion repair bill, $2.5 billion repair bill for Hurricane Ida. And when you think of it from that standpoint, you're going to say, well, I can't keep doing this. You know, that was always the obvious conclusion. We can't keep doing this. We can't keep preparing the same things over and over and over again because that's what the hurricanes attack. They take our poles out. They take our wires out. They disconnect our substations. They take our transmission towers, poles, all of those kinds of things. It's, it's time we start doing it. I find a tremendous amount of coherence and congruence between what Florida storm protection plans look like and what Entergy's protection plan looks like. Now, i got to admit to you, I don't know all of the details of the 511-page plan that was filed with the Public Service Commission. It was filed in a sealed envelope. So the details of it will eventually emerge. But what we do know is that Entergy is saying for that $9.6 billion, we're going to strengthen about 270,000 structures across Entergy, Louisiana's uh, operating area. And we want to start that in 2024. And the first phase of that is five years, $5 billion. And at the end of that first phase, like most engineering projects, you'd see if there's been a return on that investment, and then we would proceed with the remaining $4.6 billion in a phase two. Now, where did these projects come from? Well, again, the parallel here. In Florida, they studied the past history of storms and outages and the types of damages and where the damages occurred. So Entergy took the data from 150 years of storm information about the electrical grids, presumably in Louisiana, but certainly in nearby areas, right, the coastal areas. And from that, they were able to say, these are the top projects to prevent these types of damages. Now, if you think about it, this is the same type of thing that when you're watching a football game, and they immediately flash up the probability of this quarterback hitting this wide receiver in the end zone for a touchdown. They immediately see the percentage of that play. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't have that proverbial crystal ball to know exactly what's going to happen, but the best we can do is take all of the data, the big amount of data that we have, and try to process that and say this is the likely situation that's going to happen. But, you know, quarterbacks are different. The hands of wide receivers are different. Uh, the playing conditions are different. The defenses are different. So when you look at this 150 years' worth of data, every storm is different. Well, let me take a break, and we'll pick it up here, Kim, when we come back, because every storm is different. I don't know if any type of climate pattern change has anything to do with waiting the more current information 
heavier than the information from 150 years ago. We'll be back in a flash with Kim Jovanovich, our guest talking about energy. He was proposing $9.6 billion to harden Louisiana's grid. Kim, uh, an assistant dean of engineering and faculty member in electrical engineering, a practical licensed professional engineer, and a teacher at my alma mater, UNO, since 1980. 8:22 traffic now, WWL. A27, Tommy Tucker, WWL. Quickly back to Kim Jovanovich as we talk about energy and hardening Louisiana's grid. He's an assistant dean of engineering, faculty member in electrical engineering, a practice licensed professional engineer teacher at my alma mater, UNO, since 1980. So, Kim, when we talk about 150 years of data, that energy of, of storms that they might be looking back at, do you wait or should they weigh the, the stuff that happened recently heavier than what happened in the past, or would that be a mistake? No, I think that's I think that's the way they should do it. I think it should be more heavily weighted, say, within the last 10, 15, maybe 20, 25 years, because the storm intensities have indeed um, increased, and <clears throat> we've had our fair share of them. Remember the year that we've had, what, five storms cross the the, 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 the state? Um, <clears throat> so I, I think that that's very prudent to, to weight those. Whether they did that or not, or the company that provided that data to Entergy, you know, I, I really can't speak to that. But it would certainly seem reasonable for them to, to do that. In fact, if they'd just taken uh, the last three or four years of, of data, I think it would significantly indicate how our, our local hurricanes have affected the, the power grid. The thing to keep in mind, too, Tommy, um, is that this is not aimed to keep your power on when there's a storm. This is aimed to keep to, to keep you from not having power um, short, if that makes sense. In other words, none of this that they're doing is probably going to give anybody the idea that they're going to keep their power on during a storm. We're likely going to have outages. What I think the plan needs to do is minimize that outage time. Now, Entergy says, and again, this is you know some of the vagueness that that the, the plan describes, but uh, you know, I, I say vagueness with my tongue in my cheek because they have statistics. It, it doesn't sound very vague when I tell you this, but uh, they believe they're going to save $2.1 billion of future restoration costs and reduce the customer outages by 34 billion minutes over the next 50 years. And so um, if you play with those numbers, that's the decrease the amount of time that customers are out of power after a storm by 55% over 50 years. I don't know that you or I will be around in 50 years to have this program again to find out if those were achieved. So I think those are great goals, and, and, I, and I guess they got the mathematics and the computer predictions to say that's going to be the case, but that's not something – you and I and the listeners need to worry about. We're not worried about the next 50 years and, and 34 billion minutes. What we're worried about is this upcoming hurricane season and how much our power is going to be uh, up and how long it's going to take to restore it when it goes out. That's what's important to us. Thank you, Kim. Never enough time. We'll talk to you again soon. Kim Jovanovich, Happy New Year to you. Thanks for taking the time away from your family to be with us this morning. We'll take a break. We T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.